Welcome to the Ether. Today is Wednesday, May 25th, 2022. Today on the Ether, Flix Talk 20. Community updates from the Flix crew on engineering, design, media, and projects. Let's take a listen. Well, welcome to Flix Talk number 20. And uh, I'm Chev, and this is Sisla, your lovely co founder. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, thank you. Uh, thank you, Ken. Very nice to, you know, do it in this format. Uh, started off last week or the earlier week. Uh, but yeah, looking forward to continuing this one. Absolutely. And thank you to everybody that's joined us so far. Um, don't forget to share the um, the conversation and get everybody involved today. Um, so, Sisla, today uh, or yesterday was a big day. We released our first uh, long uh, community update on medium long-awaited community update on medium and we've got lots of information that we um released to the community for the first time in uh in writing which um I th- i'm sure everybody was uh really impressed with how much we've uh put out in the last three four months um so in general uh before we get into the specifics you know how, how do you feel about the first quarter first uh, quarter and a half of 2022 Oh, yeah. <laughs> Probably been waiting for this since the last two years uh, to release all the infrastructure that we've been working on to be able to get this into the hands of creators and our fellow community members. And, uh, you know, that has happened in the last, uh, at least last two, three months. And, uh, you know, we are very happy with the response as well as, you know, uh, know where to focus and where not to at this point in time and you know have our priorities sorted so i'm quite happy with uh, how things turned out to be how the community is developing and uh, how we are able to organically build it out i think uh, i think people are going to be really excited in the next couple of weeks too because there's more on the way mm-hmm. um so what would you say is the um the most significant piece of infrastructure that we've put out for creators or artists um out of everything that we've released in the last two three months of course it has to be the protocol itself uh, the Omniflex network itself with the ability for people to mint NFTs without contracts, uh, the ability for people to list NFTs in any IBC denom, right, and get collectors to uh, collect those NFTs uh, at their will. And all this for uh, you know, almost low to no fees and uh, you know, very minimal commissions, you know, of 1% on the marketplace. So, you know, this is something that we are very proud of. Uh, both from a sovereign interest standpoint and uh, the access to all this infrastructure. So the protocol itself is something that's very exciting. And of course, the apps that uh, you know help people interact with the protocol, both, <laughs> both of them go hand in hand. So there's no clear favorite on that, but uh, you know, the protocol has to come first. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
So the Genesis block was minted uh, or was uh, was validated on two two twenty two. Or I'm sorry, two twenty two twenty two. Uh, was there any significance to that number? Oh no, we just wanted to make sure it was memorable enough for people to know when we actually launched because we were very sure that we wouldn't be launching uh, or there wouldn't be enough consensus on the token front. But on the technical infrastructure front, you know, we were very sure that uh, this will be an important day. And yeah, uh, making it memorable was one of the objectives. And uh, initial plans uh, around the LBP were uh, also to do it on 420. But, uh, you know, we didn't have the LBP V2 module and yeah, LBP V1 is a different model altogether. So, you know, we just chose to wait. Uh, is does was there a strategic uh, decision making that went into uh, cre- into launching the mainnet without the Flix token, or was that just something that you felt was or you know needed to needed to be done because of the lack of the LBP? Oh no, no. Uh, it was always uh, strategic. We decided to do this in December itself, when uh, you know, as a community, we were exploring the various options that were available out there, and. Uh, you know, incidentally, in December, we've, we had the Cosmos SDK upgrade as well, uh, launched, tested. So that was when we had the fee grant module implemented. So when that was functional, we knew instantly that this was how we would be bootstrapping the entire network. Otherwise, we would have probably waited up until now without launching the token, without launching the network. But after that, we got enough confidence to launch the entire network without having to worry about the token. So, you know, hence in the article, in the community update article, you see that the launch of the network is split into two. There is a technical launch of the network and then there's an economic launch of the network. We are not too sure as to how many networks did this. Uh, probably we're the first in the Cosmos ecosystem, but, uh, you know, on on other ecosystems, we've seen cases like, say, an ENS, where they launched their technology first and just used Ethereum for their operations. And uh, now they have a token. So this is a model that we can actually pull off right now, even the, even in the Cosmos ecosystem. And, you know, we are, we, we are just probably one of the first set of people to do that, which uh, hopefully, hopefully will evolve into, uh, you know, uh, a, a template or a benchmark. Absolutely. No, I, I think uh, the way that we've gone about it, you know, it's, it shows, very strategic thinking and diligence on uh you know on the team's behalf so i I hope the community will appreciate that uh as we go along and the the platform itself you know right now we have uh, omniflex studio we have omniflex marketplace we have uh the uh omniflex tv and then now we'll be coming out with omniflex.me uh Mm -hmm. here in the next uh week or so week or week or two you know give or take um Mm -hmm is the most uh is would you say that this is the piece that kind of ties everything in the network together uh yeah from a distribution standpoint definitely now omniflix studio serves as the content management system or you know the admin panel to all that you can pull off on the omniflix network where you know right from studio right within studio you can list nfts on the marketplace right like on the marketplace module and any app you know Right now, it is Omniflix.market, but any app that supports uh, these listings can actually, you know, uh, index and like present those listings. Similarly, we have had uh, 
omniflix.tv where we started to publish interactive videos and we received quite the response uh, for those interactive videos as well and yeah similarly omniflix.me will be a place for folks to for creators and collectors to flaunt their nfts and this will also act as a distribution platform where people can consume content so you know, people can go ahead interact with the content if they choose to collect it you know where nothing like it of course they can do that if they choose to just view all the content you know similar to how they view uh, nfts in a gallery that is also possible or you know i'll say similar to how people watch content on youtube or you know uh, listen to audio on spotify be it podcasts or music and uh, yeah so omniflix.me will will tie the uh, tie the knot on the distribution side of things where uh, you know everything can be worked on or controlled within studio and uh, consumed or seen on uh, omniflix.me do people have the ability to, you know, kind of keep tabs on creators that they've uh, bought either bought from their collection or to follow a creator or um, or you know, things of that nature? Mm-hmm. Yes, they will have that ability uh, to be able to navigate or browse through all the creators. Follow is a very specific action that we are thinking of as to how best we can accommodate and integrate. Uh, but yeah, definitely, you know, people can browse through collections, NFTs, and of course, creators as well. I remember you had mentioned. I'm not sure if it was in the uh, in the blog post here, but you had mentioned something about the the feed coming back uh, mm-hmm. to the market. Is that something that kind of ties in with following a creator, or, or how does that work? Uh, you know, that's that's uh, that's a bit different. But uh, this is the activity, you know, uh, the activity set of uh, uh, you know the details on the activity. Uh, yeah, the this will user. be coming. Sorry. Of the individual user? Yeah, of a user, I mean, it, it can be, so it is activity of an account, of an NFT, of a collection, right? So all of them put together. So that is being worked on uh, as we speak. That was there earlier, but, uh, you know, for performance issues, uh, for the sake of uh, performance issues, we have removed that and that will be uh, coming up soon. But, uh, you know, yeah, follow is not related to this, but follow will be structured in a, uh, you know, in a different way. Uh, as compared to traditional Web 2 or Web 2.5, uh, you know, apps. And uh, yeah, hopefully we are planning to have uh, integrations uh, at a protocol layer where we'll have profile NFTs, where we'll have the follow, you know, the action of following in itself as an NFT. Now, these are some of the thoughts that we are exploring because in that case, you can probably have people follow you and your first follower uh is is yeah as the rarest of all nfts but uh that need not be the case as well so you know we're just thinking on those lines and uh yeah the community is always welcome to share their thoughts on discord or on telegram and discuss more with us yeah. and and that they do always innovating mm-hmm. um so the so omniflix was not the first uh community to launch on the omniflix blockchain uh mm-hmm. it was Party night. Could you uh, tell us a little bit a, a little bit about that and how that actually ended up happening? Right. So yeah, Omniflix Hub is the second hub or second blockchain that launched the ONFT module, right? Where uh, Party Night was the first blockchain to launch the ONFT module. ONFT module represents the 
omniflix and standard of nfts so onft represents omniflix nft and that specific module was implemented by party night so party night is a partner we work with them to bring together or put together a metaverse experience of the cosmoverse 2021 event you know that happened in portugal and uh, you know it went very well and uh, you know we've received quite the response and they went on to go ahead and uh, you know work with multiple partners uh, put together events and you know with government departments with uh, musicians with celebrities and so on and so forth and uh, yeah so that chain which powers independent events um you know for multiple multiple in multiple contexts be it in the case of a conference be it in the case of a party be it in the case of a meetup be it in the case of a uh, you know fashion show launch you know party and so on and so forth and uh, they're utilizing the omniflix infrastructure primarily the chain the protocol code as well as the omniflix module yeah so as a staker if i was to you know once once the flix token drops if i was to be staking flix tokens would i earn uh, rewards from the activities that go on on party nights version of the chain uh that's if we secure the party night chain uh with interchain security no that'll be there in the future but not at the moment Understood. you can't expect things like that yes um so the what's the difference between the the ONFT module and say the the ERC model oh uh the onft module is primarily around uh, ip is structured around ip intellectual property of your assets and uh, again this is all at a protocol layer so let's just say for example on uh, ethereum you'll probably have to write a contract uh, be able to structure the contract code in such a way that you don't have the aspect of uh, you know maybe if you want to restrict people from transferring nfts from one to another you'll have to you know make sure there is the code written in that contract uh, whereas in our case it will directly be as a part of the protocol you know that is the onft module that's uh, running you know within the omniflix chain so this way folks do not have the need to write additional contracts to interact with the nft module or the onft module so if that is a significant advantage there are of course other uh, advantages pros and cons uh, we are not as generalized as maybe an erc721 uh, but at the same time you know there can be a lot more that can be achieved uh, with the onft standard such as you know non transferability is a native feature you know folks on the ethereum in the ethereum world are calling uh, that Uh, i mean the, calling them as soul bound tokens which vitalik quoted in an article on jan 22nd 2022 but uh, you know we launched our testnet on december 22nd 2021 so you know we've been ahead of the game even before vitalik started talking about it so you know yeah that's pretty that's awesome so like let's say i'm a creator sitting at home you know trying to put together my collection and i'm uploading assets into the studio and i just created a collection and now i'm going ahead and creating assets that i want attached to that collection um and i the json schema uh portion of that and you know me i'm i'm not a coder i'm not a, i'm not a developer so i have no clue what that means mm-hmm. um but um a, a little bird told me that that has something to do with what you were just talking about with uh, writing of the contracts or lack there and the lead, mm-hmm. the need, we, we don't need to write a contract so could you explain a little bit what the functionality of that part of the platform is and how that works for a creator that's not tech savvy 
all right i mean this is the most exciting part uh yeah if you're a creator that might not know how to code or that doesn't know how to code there is no need at all to actually write any lines of code and in this specific case you're uh, as a creator we want you to be creative and do what you do best so in that sense uh, there is the protocol of course but along with that we have omniflix studio so the url is app app app.omniflix.studio and uh, currently that's running on the main net and all you can do is go ahead upload your assets and the json that ken was uh, trev was talking about is primarily when you create a collection so you can go ahead click on create click on create a collection right new collection and then you can enter the details if you change the toggle from code to visual you should be able to in a few clicks add properties of collection so what what are properties of a collection these you know these make sure that your nfts metadata or any uh, additional properties you want to add to an nft maybe rights you know maybe a licensing you know, maybe a contact you know it can be anything that you want to write even just a description right if you want to write details about an nft you can go ahead and add those properties as part of the collection so once you uh, once you confirm you can just mint the collection and later the nft as well uh sorry thank you for thank you for uh sh for sharing that that i'm sure that was insightful for very uh very many people that are not developers like myself um mm -hmm. and uh kratos nice to meet you again all right hey. nice to see you how are you uh hi kratos just a microsecond ken before we close on that so for anyone that might have you know listen to this or uh, might have followed uh, all along uh, you can check out our youtube channel just search for omniflix network on youtube and you should find our youtube channel and in there there are playlists of videos uh, which are instructional videos or walkthrough videos for you to in a few clicks create your own collection mint your own nfts and list them on the market so yeah please do check it out and uh, yeah follow along and Chris, did you have something you wanted to add to that? Uh, no, not exactly. So, uh, have you uh, gone through the community update too? Yes. Okay. Okay. Awesome. All right. Um, well, so let and let's move on uh, to the next topic, which is the fee grant module. Um, the fee grant module is something that is very, very uh, beneficial to our users and allows them to mint nfts uh for free i'm sorry mint and trade uh or purchase in nfts for free um is that something that's going to be with us you know moving forward or does it does that stop at some point yeah <laughs> good question you know it'll stop at some point but at the same time the ability for fee grant will always exist so what that means is one account can pay the fees for other accounts uh, in a specific app or you know in a in a given context and we aim to use this feature primarily to subsidize or to uh, award grants to people that might be creating a lot more value within the omniflix network first as well as the wider uh, interchain ecosystem so you know this is this is something that will continue and uh, you know we've seen that with the bear market we've 
had or not with the bear market but in general you know we've had people that uh, you know that had trouble get started you know uh, to to buy their own fees to get tokens and so on and so forth so to be able to avoid any friction in their onboarding activities you know, we aim to continue this uh, program of fee grant allowance uh, but yeah it won't be as widespread as uh, it is right now it'll be selective in that con- in that sense well, I mean, we might be in a bear market, but in the first 30 days of you know being live, we uh, we were number 26 in IBC monthly active users. So uh, that's not too shabby, and that's without the Flix token. So that's uh, that's very very good and very impressive. So wait, wait until the Flix token comes out, I guess. Um, yep, yep. Uh, top 20 thrice, but uh, you know, in a, in the first 30 days, of course, 26. So yeah, we've had our own ups and downs. This is again dependent on the collections that are launching, the kind of tokens that they're utilizing, you know, and so on and so forth. So you know, completely dependent on the market and uh, you know our activity on within the market. But uh, yeah, waiting for the Flix token, and we should hopefully see a lot more transactions. When the token goes live, will it be uh, set up for trading on uh, all of the? uh cosmos based ex- uh, dex- to centralized exchanges or will it be going to a specific one first and then the other ones will follow ah most likely it'll be osmosis first and then the other ones will follow but uh you know we've had our conversations with the other uh teams too and uh you know planning for that yeah yeah uh incentives planned or are those kind of going to be staying quiet until they come out yeah, we have, uh, you know, we have these planned, uh, but not finalized. You know, that's where I'll leave it at. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. So once um, we go, ideal back... ideal case scenario, we want to build liquidity and uh, the depth in a single dex, and then move on to the others, right? So that way, there is a lot, lot less slippage. Uh, of course, arbitrage will take care of uh, liquidity on multiple dexes, but at the same time. We'll have to be careful enough and uh, not ruin existing liquidity. Yeah. And uh, I know you don't like to talk about pricing, but just cough if you think it'll be uh, come out over a dollar. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so back with the uh, circling back to the studio. Um, are there going to be any um, any additional updates in the near future for the studio? Or are we kind of focused, uh, you know, hyper focused on the release of Omniflix.me? For the for the time being, oh uh, yeah. If Omniflix dot me has to be released in uh, in the right sense or in a let's just say a feature complete fashion, we'll have to have updates within the studio as well because that's where you know we as a creator or as a collector uh, or as a user you should be able to configure all your uh, you know featured NFTs, featured collections right within studio. Um, under the distribution tab. But, uh, you know, the first version of Omniflix.me might or might not even see Studio. So, you know, see any uh, integration with Studio. But let's see how that goes. We are hyper-focused on Omniflix.me at this point in time. Of course, uh, upon 
demand upon request by our creators if there is anything that needs to be updated we are working on it within studio but we believe we have the infrastructure for a photography nft or a music nft or a video nft uh, to be released uh, even trading card uh, game nfts you know all of them can be released right away and without any major issues so you know we are very confident of the current infrastructure with studio so it's possible that it could be released as a standalone then you're saying yeah omnifix.me you know uh let's see hopefully you know there are there are two aspects to it like, like you can just say release one and release two or like a version 0.1 and 0.2 where uh, one might not have an integration with omniflix studio uh, right away the other might have an integration with omniflix studio yeah gotcha okay um so when the Omniflix.me platform is launched. Is there a uh, like an onboarding thing that we're going to have you know set up for the community so that they know? Um, is there how are we going to promote that to the community when it's ready? Um, for like just uh, specifically onboarding with an Omniflix.me to to ensure you know do we have anything in place to to kind of get every, get everybody on board and using it and ensure that you know people are aware that it's there. Oh, yeah, like, uh, of course, one, there'll be, you know, our standard series of instructional videos as to you know, what this is and overview video and so on and so forth. Uh, at this point in time, we are making sure we get everything in place for people to, you know, customize their page or, you know, have that page, uh, you know, interactive. But going forward, we should be able to drop NFTs and, uh, yeah, in our case, when we say we drop NFTs, there there might be uh, or there will be community consensus. But at the same time, these will eventually lead to you know various other things. You know, uh, probably exclusive access to the app, beta testing the app itself, uh, probably you know a few fungible tokens as rewards, uh, probably whitelist access to giveaway uh, or rather whitelist access to future NFT collections, mints, and so on and so forth. So now let's see how that goes. It's all community dependent, and uh, you know, the more the people that are uh, interested in being able to publish content, uh, the better it will be for the entire network. So we are talking to a few people that uh, publish content on YouTube. So that is part of the game plan in how we will be releasing uh, Omniflix.me. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so I'm going to go over, uh, you listed 15 things in your uh, community update yesterday of mm -hmm. events since the genesis block and now which um are pretty impressive for any network so we have validators in the entire network launched with the genesis block produced by king super validator on two two on two twenty two twenty two. 22 relayer infrastructure launched omniflix studio app soft launch for creators soft launch of omniflix market omniflix instant launch uh for delegators of flicks the launch of Omniflix InSync, which is a staking platform uh, and governance platform that people can go in and stake their tokens, claim all of their token or all of their rewards with one click from all of their uh, different wallets. Uh, integration of map with Map of Zones, integration with MintScan, integration with Cosmo Station, CoinGecko listing, Omniflix Mark, and you know, like what savviness to get on CoinGecko before the coin is even listed. Excellent work. Uh, Omniflix market includes 60 collections with various genres, music, video, collectibles, PFPs, photography, trading card game, NFTs, and so on. Omniflix okay. is responsible for managing over 12,000 assets, all converted to NFTs. 
Omniflix Network is currently managing over 100 gigabytes of storage uh, and streaming and delivery uh, worth of data content on this on the uh, platform. Bootstrap activities of various sub DAOs to be shared with the wider community in the coming weeks, and over 1.3 million blocks produced and over 82,000 transactions, all without the Flix token. So that leads me to the next question: When Flix? <laughs> the standard answer: Pretty soon. You know, that's all I can say. <laughs> no, uh, but seriously, you know, we are working with the Osmosis team. We have Daya as part of this call. So, you know, folks that, that are in the space right now, you can check out uh, Daya. You can follow him. Uh, Daya as well as Harish, you know, they are uh, working on the uh, Osmosis code base along with the Osmosis team. And they're in sync to be able to push uh, code upstream into the Osmosis repository, where we are contributing to the LBPV2 uh, module. So this is pretty exciting, and this has been the core focus of the protocol in the last, uh, at least last two weeks, for sure, and uh, a bit even before that. We have also, you know, worked on uh, with the design team. We have Cryptocratus here, you know, who works with the uh, works on the design as well as works with the design and media teams here at uh, within the Flix crew. So we worked on the design for the LBP V2 as well. So there's a UI, there's a blockchain module that's being worked on, and if everything goes well, we should be able to test this in the next couple of weeks and uh, build build out the UI as well. And once everything is confirmed, uh, there'll be a testnet, there'll be a proposal on Osmosis. This will be merged and uh, Flix will be the first token to utilize the LBP V2. You know, we don't know how that will go, but this is completely different from the LBP V1 and all the LBPs that uh, the Cosmos ecosystem at least saw until now. Yeah. So this one wouldn't be a Dutch auction? Ah, uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no Dutch auction for Flix. That is good news. Does it, can you disclose how the how it would work or not yet? Uh, I'm excited. I do know how that works, but uh, I choose not to talk about it until we have like finally final confirmation from the Osmosis team. Understood. So, yeah, uh, yeah. And just going back to the uh, integration with Map of Zones for people that aren't familiar with Map of Zones, can you uh, explain a little bit what that means and what that partnership does? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. All these integrations, you know, they were uh, uh, they have happened through the community you know, efforts of the from the community itself. So we've had uh, the Map of Zones team. You know, it was just a Twitter tweet that we connected to, and we were already indexed as a network, uh, as a testnet network, uh, even before we could actually. I mean, it is all permissionless. So any any chain that's connected to the Cosmos hub on the testnet you know is automatically listed on map of zones so what is map of zones as the name indicates it is a map of all the zones or blockchains that are part of the interchain ecosystem so these are the cosmos hub chain the osmosis uh, blockchain the osmosis zone blockchain you know uh, akash network and so on and so forth and all these networks they are connected with IBC in the blockchain communication protocol. And uh, that is the map of zones is a visualization of all these connections with all the other blockchains. So map of zones essentially represents a network of networks where uh, you have multiple blockchains connected with other chains and it is all represented in an easy to understand 
visualized way. Yeah, if anybody hasn't checked out Map of Zones, definitely check it out. It's a very, uh, very helpful resource to see how to visualize the community. Um, and then we have the integration with MintScan. Is that just standard uh, Block Explorer uh, stuff, or was there more to it than that? Oh, yeah. Uh, it has been amazing working with uh, Map of Zones. You know, again, as I mentioned, they've, they've, with just uh, conversations on Twitter, we were able to you know execute that and uh, it was very fast and uh, it was a time when the ukraine war started and they their team was you know partially based out of there in the war zone I'm not sure of the area but uh, even then they were able to pull it off and uh, uh, present an excellent uh, you know interface for uh, all the um, for the entire flix fam to visualize what's going on in omniflix so that has happened with map of zones uh, again with the cosmos station team it is a deeper integration honestly uh, we have had the opportunity to get integrated or visualized on mint scan which is the explorer uh, of course relayer data there is data about the blocks transactions validators voting and so on and so forth uh, again custom transactions are also supported so if there is an activity around buying an nft you should be able to see that on uh on MintScan, uh similar to how you can see uh list list transactions transfer nft transactions and so on and so forth all of this is already integrated on cosmos station which is the mobile app that's available on ios and android and uh you know folks that folks might or might not have re realized when they're using cosmos station but uh the flix token is already there uh, and integrated yes yeah, I remember there was a point actually that there was a price attached to it, uh, which I won't say. But there were for yeah, for a couple of days there was a price on there, which I don't know if that was like anything accurate, but um, that was oh. interesting. Um, <laughs> I see, I see, I see. <laughs> um, but the uh, sorry, I lost my place for a second. Here we go. So the incentives for creators on Omniflix. Um, we've got some stuff coming in the uh, once the economic launch of the uh, network hits. So, can you talk a little bit about that? All right. Yeah, oh, that's my favorite part. <laughs> right. So, yeah, the economic launch of the network will involve a few activities. Uh, one, of course, launching or announcing details about the token economics, releasing details about the token economics. Uh, that'll be ASAP. Uh, no commitment on the timeline or date, but you know, ASAP, like really, really soon. And after that, we're uh, most likely by the end of this month or you know, early next month. Uh oh. Well, just a moment. I'm sure he'll be back very soon. In the meantime, I will serenade you with my singing. Just kidding. You don't want to hear that. Hey. Hey. Ken. Okay. Yes, um. I wasn't sure where I got muted, but uh, you know, where, did I even start answering the question? Not really, no. I think you got muted by accident uh, somehow. Okay, my bad. So, yeah, uh, from an economic launch standpoint, yes, there are a lot of activities that involve announcing the or releasing details about the token economics. That's the first activity. Uh, we have, uh, of course, yeah, there's... There's no commitment on the timeline, but at the same time, ASAP, like that's coming very, very soon. Apart from that, you know, we have the economic launch that will involve, uh, yeah, dropping off NFTs for 
creators and collectors that are part of the Omniflix network uh, and have been collecting since say March, uh, in the month of March, April, and even May. Uh, they'll receive their NFTs most likely in the next few days. Uh, what is the use of this NFT or what is the utility of this NFT? Now you'll ask collectors, as creators, as community members, you'll get to know that uh, you know, in the next few days. But uh, of course, and they'll definitely be, uh, you know, uh, a word of thanks or, uh, you know, there's gratitude that that's expressed um, you know, on behalf of the entire community to all those that created as well as collected on the Omniflix network right from launch. So that's one. And apart from that, we are preparing for the Flix drop. Again, we'll be utilizing NFTs to in the preparation process, uh, after which there'll be a phase where we'll be bootstrapping uh, or preparing to bootstrap the LBP with Flix and Osmo tokens. And uh, finally, you know, prepare for the LBP go ahead with the proposals as planned and uh, launch the LBP after which we'll have the LP pool yeah, or the liquidity pool on osmosis. Interesting. That is, that is a very good uh, little structure we have going there. Mm -hmm. um, the, so my question is with the creators uh, incentives, you know, when we, when we call to talk about incentives for creators, mm -hmm. how then, uh, you know, we already charge the, you know, the lowest, uh commission in the space which you know we take care of our creators so well and that's why they love us you know we charge one percent commission for uh for our nft creators to create an asset on our platform when they sell so they keep they keep 99 percent of their uh you know their revenue or have the option to keep 99 percent of their revenue um so when you compare that to you know other um you know marketplaces like OpenSea and uh you know other places where you have to pay inordinate gas fees or you know they have you know various set of fees and you look at the platform that we have of you know all the creator tools that we put in place for um for our guys we we've got a you know our creators have to feel very thankful to be with omniflex and the team that we have that is so supportive and bringing them you know ready to mint and getting them live as soon as possible um mm -hmm seamless process that we've put together for them so i think you know creators that are with us that, that uh, everyone that i talk to on fridays they're just they speak so highly of you and speak so highly of chayton and uh everybody else on the team that you know works with them closely and you know, there's not another team in the space that i've that i can tell that you know that works as closely and you know as on the ball the way that that um you, know, you guys are with the, with the creators and i know i don't deal with them personally uh, all that much uh, in my day to day, but um, you know everything that I hear about that, from all the feedback that I get from creators when I do have a chance to interact with them is is so great. And I want to just take a moment to recognize that because you, you and Chayton and uh, you know everybody else on the team that that works directly with the with the creators never sleep and are always busting your ass for them. So they, I, I just let you know that they appreciate it. Yep. Yep. Uh, you know, we are personally very thankful uh, for all the community members, the creators, the collectors, uh, the validators, known hosts that have been, you know, uh, that have had faith in what we're doing. This is completely new, hasn't happened in the Cosmos ecosystem, uh, but this is something that, uh, you know, we've experimented this with, uh, you know, with the launch and the launch process. And uh, yeah, honestly, no, we are very glad to have received this uh, response. 
and uh, of course we are always at it and you know can you do uh working with the creators working with of course the entire community as a whole uh including the internal subdog groups so yeah it has been quite the experience and uh yeah the fees is uh yeah the fees is structured the way it is because we want to be able to prove to people that all of this works that we work we help as a team as a community and then eventually you know as required there is that freedom for us to be able to maybe increase by a bit if you are providing the right service and also for other developers other curators other affiliates to be able to build on top of this so if the creators are maybe ready to invest or share with say 5% or 10% of what they're supposed to earn for additional services like marketing like exposure like community building and so on and so forth they're free to do that right now that's primarily because of the extra you know of all the percentages that we left out for them to experiment with and don't take it forward so you know we have this has been well thought out and uh, you know it is a case of being able to demonstrate what we can do for actually you know taking money or taking you know yeah taking tokens in this case for uh, whatever we say we do and that's and that's what I kind of preached to the creators last Friday when I spoke to them about penetration pricing. It's, uh, this is penetration pricing in you know in uh, in action. You know, you you set out a price that gets the market you know engaged with you, and you see you're able to prove yourself to them and show them uh, what you can do for them, and then that's your way in of you know getting a significant market share with. Uh, with a community like this, and I, I think we're do, you know we're doing the best that we can to show everybody um, you know what we're capable of. And I, what the the number one feedback that I get from people about Omniflix is that you know, they feel like they have an entire team supporting their project, uh, you know, ex an extension of their team with uh, with Omniflix, with you know having a private channel on our Discord where they can reach out to any of us at any time of day, and somebody is there for them. Uh, and that's the biggest, you know, response that I've gotten from people that they feel like they have a, a, a team that's an extension of their own, uh, working with them twenty four seven. And that, I don't think you can get much better feedback than that. Yep, yep, quite true. You know, uh, hopefully everyone will feel at home, and this is one big community, one big uh, family that uh, you know that we are part of, and uh, we're all working towards towards the same objective. Of course, you know, we are looking to empower. You know, people are getting empowered and doing what they do best and ultimately we want creators and communities to do what they do best and yeah that's the path that we took and let's see uh, how this goes yeah now when you talk about developers building on top of omniflex uh can you talk a little bit more about what you mean by that and um and you know the grant program that we do have in place for developers oh yeah uh pretty exciting for me personally so you know in this case we've uh, of course planned for the use of NFTs across in multiple contexts. So let me share a quick example of something that we are already familiar with. So let's say there is Netflix and you know, or Spotify, and there is a subscription model that they utilize to be able to get, you know, uh, gate access to the content that they have already have on their apps or platforms. In this case, if you consider the subscription itself to be an NFT, there is an expiry to that NFT, and uh, that subscription NFT will eventually provide access 
which in this case is like token gated access currently being done for discord channels but eventually it can be done for content it can be done for information can be done for a lot of other things but you know gating is not just the uh, is not the only use case of nfts you know, we can do a lot more with nfts so technically if apps web to apps normal web to apps want to gamify their entire app itself right like by providing maybe uh you know if you interact with say with the app or like if you open the app on a daily basis you might get an nft after every 5 days of uh, streak that you maintain right just as an example this normally happens in games but in this case it is like gamifying the entire experience of the web to app and for that if a developer wants to issue nfts they can do that right away on omniflix without having to worry about a lot of things right these are nfts that might not be sold but these will be nfts that that might be non transferable might you know they can all also be you know listed on the marketplace and sold if they have specific benefits but uh, eventually we believe these nfts will be used to gamify experiences uh, increase the engagement keep the app or app interactions more personal and build a community out of the entire you know uh, stakeholders that are interacting so you know these are small examples but you know just think of a case where uh, why should only you know people that uh, complete tasks get nfts you know you can have an osmosis lp who provided 10k us dollars worth of liquidity on a specific pool or a set of pools also receive an nft and you know they can have their own benefits so you know if you're doing it for say the flix osmo pool eventually you might get that or earn that nft and get you know uh, a special access or an early access to all the features that are being developed as part of omniflix studio omniflix market or omniflix.me so yeah you now we are making sure we connect the dots uh, you know across ecosystems across types of apps and uh, pretty excited for uh, for all the developers building on top of omniflix yeah Absolutely. Um, and one more quick question about the um, the the LBP um, or thereafter. Uh, I remember reading something about the inflation uh, being set once uh, it'll be set on once the um, once the LBP happens. Can you explain what that means? Oh yeah. Um, what? Yeah. Right now, the OmniFlix network has Flix tokens, but there's no inflation. Inflation is technically at zero. now after the lbp when we have folks that receive tokens flix tokens from their participation in the lbp they should be able to stake those tokens for a period of you know of course they should they should ideally be in a position to start staking their tokens right and for that to happen we are making sure we time the proposals in such a way that the lbp happens and in probably Yeah, with very little gap, you'll have the inflation also get started. So yeah, that's the idea. Gotcha. Um, so I also want to make sure that we recognize our amazing developer team and uh, development and design team because they've done they from what I can see they busted their asses you know every single day. I don't think they take even Sundays off. Um, you know, so they they've been working on updates uh, like twenty four seven on onflix dot me. Before that, it was onflix studio and onflix market. Getting the blindment set up, you know, getting mm-hmm. all that 
the the you know Omniflix in sync, getting that you know ready to to grow and expand and, um, you know, the one click, uh, claiming of your rewards from staking and all of this. So how did they have time to like, you know, uh, go out for like a drink of coffee They they don't stop. Uh, well, actually they probably have lots of coffee and that's how they keep going. Good for them. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I want to say they manage their time. Well, most of them do, but, uh, yeah, they overwork as well. So yeah, kudos to the entire crew for keeping at it and taking it forward in the best possible way. Absolutely. Um, what would you say is the the piece that they're building now that we that, that haven't seen yet that you're most excited about? I I know the the easy answer is Omniflix.me, but like what particular feature that they are working on that hasn't been released and we don't know about yet are you most excited about? Uh, yeah, Omniflix.me is the easy answer because not many have checked it out. But at the same time, we are planning on a couple of things, actually. Uh, the auctions module, the interact to claim module, as well as the NFT staking module. So you know these are being planned. And it is very exciting for us to plan these. You know, can't wait to see them in action once they're all complete. But uh, you know, that's where we are at right now. And uh, personally, pretty excited for that, for what's to come. This might not be very soon, but at the same time, yeah, you can, yeah, there is the focus on that. So bidding, you know, for one by one NFTs auctions, uh, then we have an interact to claim module, which is the module that most likely will be used in the context of the flicks drop and uh, finally NFT staking. So yeah, these are uh, at the top of our uh, priority list right now from a protocol standpoint and for the nft staking what are the rewards what are the like rewards uh look like for that are they are they going to receive nfts are they going to receive fungible tokens or, or a combination or what it'll start off with fungible tokens of course there'll be some sort of incentives uh even with the flix token uh for nft stakers then NFT projects themselves or, you know, just like how Osmosis external incentives work, uh, you might have a model where you can have a pool of fungible tokens uh, that are distributed to all the NFT stakers uh, around the epoch, you know, in a specific epoch. So it can be dual token, three tokens, four tokens as rewards and so on and so forth. These are all being planned, but uh, that's the expected model. Interesting. I am very much forward to seeing that. Um, so when we talk about the um, you know, what's coming next for us, uh, obviously at Omniflix.me, we have um, you know the the video platform being self service uh, at some point in the near future, or uh, a not so distant future, I should say. Um, when we release the token, that's going to open up a lot of opportunities for people in terms of staking. Uh, for people that don't know yet, could you go? Could you kind of review a little bit uh, how the staking works and what things that are unique with um, with the Flix token uh, versus staking other IBC tokens? Oh yeah, um, yeah. This is this one is pretty exciting as well because uh, we are trying out models that uh, haven't been tried as much earlier. So what happens when you stake Flix token? Right or uh, stake the yeah of course the Flix token which is the native token of Omniflix. What really happens is 
you secure the network, which is the most obvious use case when it comes to Cosmos-based chains. You participate in the voting process where you can vote on proposals. Again, you know, pretty standard. Now, after this is where it gets interesting. So all the transactions that go through on the Omniflix market module, right? not the Omniflix.market app, but the marketplace module that we have as part of the protocol, there we have other tokens other than Flix, which are IBC tokens that are being supported. Now we have Atom, Osmosis, Osmo, Huawa, and soon Juno that will be supported. And uh, eventually we'll have the ability to support a lot more tokens. And it completely depends on the creators themselves as to which token they might want to list their uh, NFTs and creators and collectors can choose that. When there is a collector that actually collects an NFT, goes ahead and uh, you know uh, purchases the NFT, there is a very small commission that's deducted, which is 1%. And half of that goes to the community pool. What happens to the other half? The other half actually goes to the stakers of the Flix token. So in theory, if you are staking Flix, you should be able to receive other tokens that are being traded on the market as well as part of your incentives or rewards. So this is a way in which folks can gain exposure to multiple tokens that are trading within the interchain ecosystem that are trading on Omniflix. So yeah, that is very exciting. And then there are a few more models around uh, storage and payment for infrastructure as well, which I won't get deep into right now, but yeah, I'll leave it there. So stakers of the token are kind of incentivized to have you know, their friends and their friends and their friends use the marketplace because they're gonna benefit every time someone spends money on the marketplace, they're getting a kickback. Yep, yep, that's right. I mean, you, you can't, I, let's just look at this as uh, tokens being distributed from, a, from the pool. Right. Uh, this is not profit sharing or revenue sharing. This is just in protocol fees. Of course. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I was just saying, you know, it's an incentive to, to for them to be, you know, longtime users of the platform because they're yeah. and to, to grow with it. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So the um, the updated apps that we have now, um, how much like how much uh, like storage do we have? Like uh, we've got to have like tons and tons of uh, gigabytes uh, like of of storage that we're using. Who do we use for storage? If you're comfortable like uh, disclosing that, and how much uh, mm -hmm. data can we hold? So we run yeah yeah we run our own IPFS uh, private gateway. What that means is that. We have our own IPFS nodes that are set up on uh, multiple uh, zones using GCP. There are nodes that are using independent data centers. There are, uh, of course, Akash-based nodes are being used for apps. But uh, you know, our storage currently exceeds 100 GB. We are, I think, we are over 120 GB. But at the same time, you know, there is a lot of, uh, you know, yeah, we we are not worried about uh, all the content being stored at this point in time. Of course, it'd be a huge concern if we continue to subsidize everything. Uh, but eventually, there'll be the storage network 
and uh, creators will have to pay for their uh, content storage in one or other way. Yeah. Will that also be a distributed network? Oh yeah. I mean, there's no way we'll 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 use a centralized provider. It'll all be IPFS for sure. There'll be other storage mechanisms as well that we'll be utilizing. And uh, yeah, currently, as I mentioned, we are running our own cluster. And uh, of course, there can be the participation of multiple validators, but we do not have any external folks, uh, you know, participating in that storage cluster at this point in time. We are testing it out everything internally, you know, by ourselves. And you know, once that is in place, we should be able to invite storage node hosts as well to run storage nodes and power the network. Oh, that, that's awesome! Can you talk a little bit about the uh, the upgrades to InSync and the uh, the development of that? Because I mean, the interface is beautiful, and I, and we, you know, we have people uh, you know trying to use it for their own launch pads and whatnot. It's beautiful, and it, the way it works is seamless. Can you kind of touch on the updates that have been made to InSync and the vision for that uh, going forward? Oh yeah, uh, InSync, as the name suggests, uh, is infrastructure of a tool that will help stakeholders of a specific network stay in sync, uh, stay in sync with information, in sync with their token activities, and so on and so forth. Their interactions with the network. The roadmap or the plan for how we'll work with InSync. Um, the long-term plan here is to make sure that you know the first goal was was to create something like Big Dipper, which uh, you know if people are aware of the chains in the interchain ecosystem, these are uh, Big Dipper is a block explorer that you can launch yourself for your own chain. Just like that, we wanted to make sure that there is an app that will help people interact with the blockchain, not just view data, but interact with the blockchain. And we utilized Kepler to be able to facilitate transactions. So InSync by default became the first app that people can go ahead and launch on their network. And with that, they can bootstrap all major activities. So we've seen the Juno network, we've seen this in the case of Huawa, we've seen this in the case of uh, multiple other protocols, including Comdex, Fetch, and uh, you know, the other protocols that utilized in sync to be able to facilitate this. The long-term vision is to stay uh, as relevant as possible towards the newer chains. We've also seen some of the networks like, uh, I'm, don't quote me on this, but I think the meme network also forked uh, in sync. And of course, and they updated the colors and so on and so forth. But uh, you know, this was the base infrastructure that was utilized. And uh, you know, we intend to stay relevant. We intend to make sure we increase convenience when it comes to onboarding someone onto a network. And this will help people onboard themselves, you know, without having to, you know, uh, without having a lot to put a lot of effort uh, into understanding what exactly happens. But that being said, yeah, sorry, can go ahead. Uh, just uh, mention like uh, one thing I've always wondered, you know, when I see uh, projects fork another project, is there any kind of like, um, you know, just like obviously I know the the ba the basis for uh, Web three is you know a lot of the technology or if not all of it is um, is open source, but 
Is there any sense of like, you know, we built this and now you're taking it and trying to, you know, make it yours? Is there any kind of uh, sentiment like that when people get their projects forked, or is that that's just expected? Yes. Ah, let's look at it this way. Uh, As people say, imitation is the highest form of flattery. You know, just like that, forking, you know, code is uh, is. is in itself praising the development efforts, the engineering efforts. And uh, yeah, it is expected that people will fork this code. Uh, our licensing actually is, uh, you know, doesn't restrict people from uh, forking the code. So that shouldn't be a problem. And uh, yeah, attribution, you know, that is something that people might miss. Uh, but at the same time, you know, licenses around that uh you know determine whether or whether a project gives attribution or credit to the original developers or not but uh yeah in sync definitely was expected we've even had uh i think the celestia develop devnet was also running the testnet also was running powered by in sync so yeah we are very sure and confident that uh you know this will be forked and you know this the this is the intended purpose awesome um so the Marketplace. I know we uh, we initially launched it without a blind minting feature, uh, and then we, you know we had creators that were um, you know very uh, interested in that. Uh, what other uh, additions have been made to the marketplace since uh, the, since its release? Yeah, we've had a lot of performance upgrades, so you should see the marketplace load much much faster than it did in the month of March or April. Uh, apart from that, yeah, that that was what. Uh, happened in the month of uh, you know May, but at the same time we've had uh, additional features around uh, compatibility with uh, you know multiple formats. We've had additional features rolled out when it came to uh, you know presenting all the uh, all the media assets as well as the information around it. And uh, of course, there have been learnings. There have been uh, you know improvements, upgrade uh, updates. As well as you know, we've removed a few features uh, to implement them better, and then uh, of course, you know that is the activity feed uh, that we talked about earlier. And uh, yeah, these are some of the updates that we saw in the marketplace. Uh, primarily, they were around performance. They were around the ease of access to collect NFTs, the ease of navigation. Uh, we added uh, breadcrumbs, you know, other navigation details. Fee grant was. You know, initially, in the first few days, it needed Twitter verification, but uh, you know, after that, that that was removed as well, and uh, yeah, we've seen uh, quite the traction since then. And uh, just a couple more questions for you, and then uh, we'll open it up to the community to ask uh, some questions of you. Um, but one thing that people might be interested in uh, learning is how we handle, uh, you know, IP infringement and things of that nature with somebody, you know, trying to pass forth a project as theirs that isn't theirs. You know, how do we guard against that and protect against that happening on our on our platform? Yeah, uh, just a small shout out. So if there is anyone that uh... You know that if you have questions, please feel free to request now, and we should be able to accommodate you. But uh, yeah, can great question. We've had a few cases of that, uh, and where there was IP infringement, and uh, yeah, it was caught fairly quickly. But at the same time, it shouldn't have happened in the first place. Uh, you know, there have been 
policy upgrades at our end while uh, launching collections the level of scrutiny has increased and uh, yeah we have a curation subda that's uh, actually taking care of the uh, uh, curation process or rather the white listing process of course it isn't fully uh, you know community driven at this point in time but eventually we believe it will be and uh, once the token goes live omniflix will be permissionless so anyone can go ahead and utilize this infrastructure and uh, of course we are as we always say it is do your own research and it depends on the collector as uh, for them to do their research but at the same time there'll be a curation subdao we shall be actively curating collections creators and uh, you know other other projects onto the network uh, for increased access so the ones that are curated of course there'll be no technical advantage but the collections that are curated will have a lot more community advantage and uh, they'll receive additional community exposure and access to people as opposed to the ones that are not curated but regardless you know yeah whether or not a collection is curated or a project is curated they should have the same access to all the infrastructure that's available as part of the omnifix network and uh just a quick uh quick shout out to terra spaces uh you can listen to all of our old spaces uh from now from from now on uh on terraspaces.org and they're all recorded on there if you want to go back and listen to our um to our past spaces moving forward um and then one other quick question for you before I turn it over to um, Manny and Antoine who are waiting patiently. The, it, it, will there be any more incentivized test uh, nets for uh, people that want to help us test the platform? Oh. Uh, and yeah. also, when will, when will the, um, the test net three, I believe it was, which um, was incentivized, when will people be receiving the rewards for that? Will, they, will that be a, a, along the lines of the, the airdrop or will that be separate? Yep. It'll be along with the Flickstop. Currently, there are no incentivized testnets, but people can participate in the mainnet, you know, as part of the mainnet and you know, collect NFTs, share feedback, and so on and so forth. And uh, they'll definitely be recognized and acknowledged as well. So, you know, I uh, just at the expense of repeating myself, you know, I'd like to state that uh, for collectors that have collected nfts on the omniflix market in the months of march april and may they'll receive nfts and uh, yeah they'll have their own benefits um that, well that's uh, you know a man a few words when it comes to things like that take those words uh for, for what they are worth everybody and thank you sisla for answering my questions today i'm going to turn it over to our audience mm-hmm. uh, so antoine let's go with you first Oh, thank you, guys. Uh, how are you doing? How is the, the week doing? Uh, I just want to ask uh, something about the tokenomics. Uh, the Flix token is going to be uh, a limited supply or is it going to be an infinite uh, supply? I, I think that's it. And about the APR, uh, some APR alpha on the staking rewards, uh, the percentage you you think it's going to be? Uh, I don't know if if that question is <laughs> can be a, a answer, but <laughs> I just wanted to to ask it. Thank you. Yep. 
uh sure no problem uh it'll be a limited supply token the supply is fixed at 1 billion tokens uh so you should be able to read more on about the token economics in an article that we'll be publishing most likely this week but uh, just to answer your question around the apr it'll start between 30 and 40 percent initially so that's what you can say thanks Mark. man okay, uh, keep the the good work uh, i really like omniflix and I, I wanted to ask uh, something else uh, about some collections uh, that are in Omniflix and Stargaze as well. Uh, you can send these NFTs uh, right now between chains or uh, it, will, it will be available uh, in any moment? Some yeah, good question. Uh, definitely we'll be interoperable with uh, Stargaze. So. Omniflix NFTs and Stargaze NFTs will move back and forth between each other. Uh, we are working with them as a team. We are also the part as a part of the multi-sig uh, committee. So our founder is part of the multi-sig uh, committee for interchain NFTs or ICS 721 working group as well, uh, where we have the Skynet team, where we have the Stargaze team, the Gravity Bridge team, you know ourselves as well. So. Yeah, that has been uh, you know going forward. So in the near future, you should be able to see uh, Omniflix NFTs moving to Stargaze and vice versa. Yeah. And uh, Manny, you had a question. Uh, hello, uh, amazing to be here. And uh, I just saw the like uh, the thirty sixth community update, and like I mean. Uh, and uh, it was like, I mean, yeah, it's a lot of information. And specifically, we uh, there I saw that uh, we are in the top 20 IBC transfers without any Flix token. I mean, if you see the general IBC token transfer is mainly the, the main token of the blockchain is included in the so many maximum part of the transactions. Now we, we without having a Flix token uh, to ourselves and we already established so many channels with the across multiple multiple blockchains and we are we are in a top 20 and uh, that, that that was amazing actually. Hey, uh, thank you Mani. Uh, definitely we are also we have been very excited when that was happening and uh, yeah as you rightly said it is usually the native token and most likely to uh, with the osmosis network where uh, IBC transactions usually happen in the form of deposits or withdrawals. But at the same time, uh, you know, yeah, we've uh, had the opportunity to launch collections in Atom and Osmosis. And uh, you know, because of the lack of a native token, uh, all IBC transactions, I mean, all the tokens or all the NFTs that were bought involved an IBC transaction of the fungible token and this is this is with just two tokens or three tokens that are supported uh you know with osmo and atom being the primary tokens of choice for creators and just imagine a case where we support all the ibc tokens and uh, where there is uh, there are transactions of uh, nfts within uh you know, with multiple IBC tokens. So we are very excited for that. And uh, we believe uh, the entirety of Omniflix network will add an additional utility uh, to the native token of anyone, you know, be it, let's just say, 
in this case sentinel or dvpn or even akash uh, network you know you can you know, users can actually go ahead list nfts in the akt token and you know, collectors can collect using the akt token so you know we are very excited for a future like that and you know, we believe we'll increase the utility of uh, native tokens thank you anshwan and thank you manny for your questions uh, uh moving on to the the person responsible for the beautiful serenade that we heard at the uh, at the start of the show today hd music do you have a question thank you so much yeah i was just curious i've been gone for a couple of weeks um and i was i i saw this omniflix television or tv and i was curious if i could just get a few words about what that is oh yeah <laughs> omniflix tv uh, firstly uh, hd music we are all within the team within the community huge fans of what you're doing uh, with your nfts uh, providing easy to access nfts to folks you know broken down as multiple editions uh, there is you know if not like complete ownership of the asset itself it can be you know utilized uh, you know for multiple purposes so you know huge fans of what you're doing and uh, you know, we are very stoked to see your latest drop as well thank so, you thank you <laughs> no problem at all so yeah and thank you for asking about omniflix tv we've uh, had another music nft creator uh, bit savage you know they are also creating a game uh, a trading card game and uh, yeah they've released uh, a quest just this last week you know a few days ago where on omniflix tv you should be able to publish content so going forward this is like uh, this is a netflix like infrastructure where people can create their own publishing platform if they think they have enough content right so your own netflix or your own spotify for your audience or your community or it can be a mix of all these it need not just be you know video nfts or audio nfts or uh, image nfts it can be a mix of all of these types of nfts as well so that is what we refer to as omniflix tv and in this case we are looking at interactive videos so videos have programmable logic in them and at a certain time they display a certain question and you know within 20 seconds if a user answers that question accurately you know they eventually participate in a poll or a survey and uh, you know yeah multiple people used this tool for multiple reasons uh yeah we've had some projects use this as a whitelist builder uh folks other folks use this for giveaways to explain more about their projects and so on and so forth so yeah omniflix tv is pretty exciting in that sense and uh, yeah currently facilitates the distribution of interactive videos wow that's really cool thank you for explaining um i'll definitely check that out Yep, yep, yep. And uh, if you have a quest that you want to kickstart, and maybe either go ahead with a giveaway, or you know maybe get to assess the state of your community, you should be able to do that. And uh, yeah, people can connect uh, with Kepler or with MetaMask, and uh, yeah, can can use this infrastructure for anything that they see fit. Amazing. Is there maximum? The videos there is there like a max length that they can be, or uh, is that up to the creator? 
it's up to the creator it can be a whole movie it can be like you know two and a half hours with interactive video parts these can all be scenes that are you know cut 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 you know every minute or five minutes and after every five minutes if you want the viewer or the person that's watching the video to take a decision based on their decision the storyline will continue so you know yeah this is something that we built in the media and entertainment space you know specifically looked at the context of interactive video and interactive storytelling where you know we are not just sitting idle watching a video but we are actually engaging with it so pretty stoked about uh, this one as well and uh, to introduce it to the wider community so as a creator if i wanted to you know if i wanted to start let's say an online class I could conceivably, if I wanted to, you know, build a curriculum around you know, the utilization of that platform uh, on Flix TV and basically quiz people, you know, quiz my students, for example, as we're going through the lesson and make sure that they're following along. And then at the end of it, I can issue them an NFT if they want. Absolutely. And the best part is the feedback is real time. So if the student actually answered the question wrong, the feedback is instant they get explained the right answer right then and you know if they answered the question accurately or if they gave the right answer you can just skip the explanation right so all of this is possible yes and then if uh so like you said with the create your own ending story um i know a couple of people have asked about that so that it would basically be something that's written in a smart contract where if this person chooses this, then this, and then if this person chooses this, then that, and then it goes on and on until the end of the story, and there would just be a smart contract that follows each, you know, each layer. Uh, good point. Currently, we don't have smart contracts on Omniflix. Uh, it can be done with uh, entirely with the app layer logic. Uh, that, currently, that's, that's would, would that that's be the JSON schema for the uh, NFTs uh, that they, when they create them, or is that different? Uh, these will be different. These oh, will be. The logic, the logic within the video, this has more to do with dynamic NFTs rather than uh, you know, yeah, the JSON schema. But uh, yeah, these are uh, the JSON schema will just adhere to the, uh, or rather, the NFTs in a collection will adhere to the JSON schema. But this, uh, you know, an interactive video as an NFT is broken down into two parts, where there is a video NFT. And then there is an interaction layer. So every video NFT or any video NFT can have multiple interaction NFTs. So it need not just be, you know, one interaction layer, but it can be multiple interaction layers on top of the same video. Yeah. Understood. Thank you for clarifying that. Um, do we have anybody else that, uh, that would like to ask a question of Cicelo? Or uh, at HD Music, do you have a follow-up question uh, based on that? Not necessarily a question. I just thought it would be really cool with that mechanism. Like, for example, I could make a song which could turn into various different genres of music, all starting from the same base idea of a song or, or rhythm or something. You know, I yep. think that would that's, be first. that's actually quite possible right now. Uh, I mean, yeah, if we can discuss that and, you know, try to actually take this forward. Yeah, maybe we can pull it off uh the tech is there definitely awesome great work guys thank you for explaining thank no you for, problem. Thank you for yep. the music <laughs> thank you uh anybody else have any questions for uh for Cisla today mm -hmm. so do you have anything you'd like to add nope 
I'm all good today. I think we've covered most of what we wanted to share. Um, again, updates from last week. Uh, I'd encourage everyone to go check out the community update number 36 that we have posted on our blog, uh, which is at blog.omniflix.network. And uh, yeah, just let us know uh, if you have any queries, concerns, you know, feedback, suggestions, and of course, questions uh, on our Discord or on Telegram. And uh, yeah, this week, you'll see more information about the token economics and uh, everything else that's uh, following. And if you are a collector on Omniflix, expect the NFT real soon. Yeah. And definitely uh, follow and, our medium uh, to make sure that you accept. Yeah, and we discussed about uh, meme, uh, meme community and Celestia forking our in-sync code, right? I mean, actually, there, there are two, I mean, other communities also, like Ryzen, and also even Stargaze is, uh, Stargaze is using the staking model built by us, and also Huawa also, I mean, forked us, and uh, we are also providing the interface for Huawa. At the same time, Huawa also forked the code and uh, made again uh, chihuahua dot what the fuck uh, sorry wtf uh, website also there is a same that's uh, they also for us <laughs> yeah <laughs> all of them did that uh, yeah we had the ryzen meme celestia uh, all of them that uh, uh, deployed their own interfaces even huawa uh, stargaze as well uh, i think the current interface is not the same one but uh, initially before building out this one uh, they launched uh, uh, they they forked uh, a version of uh, the insync code uh, but yeah definitely that's right money you know we've uh, supported uh, forking of these interfaces as well and uh, yeah, uh, some updates coming to InSync are integration with EchoStake. So you should be able to restake right from within the OmniFlix uh, app or OmniFlix InSync apps. So yeah, keep an eye out for that. And uh, yeah, if you have any feedback or suggestions uh, to integrate within OmniFlix InSync, yeah, there are many actually integration of APR, uh, integration of uh, uh, details about the unbonding period and so on and so forth but uh, we are at it and if you have any feedback please do not hesitate to share it with us on our discord or on telegram thank you mandy have a uh, mandy have a uh, uh wonderful fork in wednesday <laughs> and also i would like to tell everyone i mean uh... Yeah, please join our Discord. There uh, we have so many channels. For there is a feedback channel, there is a discussion channel, and uh, we, we, as a family, we can we, we can discuss there. And also, anybody wants to give any kind of suggestions, questions, and everything is welcome in our Discord channel. Thank you, Manny. Thank you for joining us. Uh, and Cecil, thank you for answering all the questions today and uh, sharing all these details with the community. Get yourself a nice cup of hot tea. Uh, and rest that voice from uh, all the talking today. Um, and I will do the same. Because uh, mm -hmm. allergy season is run amok in the Northeast over here. I don't know how it is for you guys, but allergy season is not kind to me. So I'm going to have a nice cup of tea and uh, hopefully you do the same and everybody else will have a wonderful Wednesday and we'll be back again on Friday and we'll see you then. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, thank you, Cecilia, for joining uh, as well and sharing your time with us. Yep, yep. Uh, thank you all. Uh, thank you for joining. Thank you, Ken, for hosting. Yeah, I think we have back-to-back -back calls after this, so the hot cup of tea will be a bit difficult right now. <laughs> That's what I was alluding <laughs> Exactly.
And uh, yeah, quick shout out to Terra Spaces, Cosmos Spaces, our creators, HD Music, uh, collectors of our uh, you know NFTs, uh, Vague Chain, Silent uh, creators Sky Monks, Lucid Dreamers, you know uh, people from the community, Star Nods, Ajit from Star Nods, or uh, the Who Are Not, sorry, the Notch team, and MCB, our uh, validator, Man on a Mission, Anton, and uh, Everyone else, yeah. Uh, mission uh, is, uh, is no more. He's now Brutus. He's Brutus. He's not. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, and of course, to Stargate Chad or uh, you know, uh, yeah, Chad and Flix crew members Satish and of course, finally our uh, founder. That so thank you all for being here. And uh, it has been a great call today. Uh, you know, one and a half hour didn't i mean it didn't feel like one and a half hour but uh went very well so thank you ken time flies mm-hmm. yep yep we'll talk again soon on next wednesday at 2 p.m utc as well as uh you can have a word with our creators or collectors and ken as well on friday 2 p.m utc yeah that's right ken absolutely in the studio <laughs> in the studio that's right so all right then take care bye then We'll end this in three, two, one, zero. Take care, everybody. Good night. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Flix Talk number 20. Community updates from the Flix crew on engineering, design, media, and projects. Recorded on Wednesday, May 25th, 2022. For Terraspaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you'd like to keep on listening, head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some love. They say rapping is the gateway, bringing home great pay, checking that replay, sing along and we say nobody gives a fuck around my way. I make about three bucks for every thousand plays, so add it up and do the math on that. Financially speaking, why the fuck would anybody want to rap? But in this reality, the money comes from doing shows, but then where's the money go when you can't do the shows? I guess you could rap on Cameo, I've been asking all my friends if I can rap on the patio Six feet, motherfucker, step the fuck back Doing a little magic, pulling rabbits out the rucksack Not everybody's always in it for the money Looking like another crooked Sunday and I'm working Monday So you know I ain't stressing, left debating great methods Amazed to play Inception, the base stay blessed See, even with these huge sums of overall royalties These sums of money that go to the record label per playback Can seem insultingly small Small, many rights holders making around three quarters of a cent For the actual artists, they're making pennies, 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 pennies per play. Until they can figure out how to turn a profit, their future will always be in question. But for now, investors see enough potential to continue to fund Another day, another lesson. Living in the eighth dimension might be worth a little mention. Living in the Great Depression, got a real regal feel. Reeling in another sucker fish out to make a deal just to make a motherfucker wish. Ah shit, now you only got two left. You know what I wish? We didn't have any loose ends. You know what I miss? Listening to excuses Now we're on the fence Like we forgot how to choose That's what happens When people don't know what's true In the dark eating bullshit up like a mushroom In the lunchroom Just trying to laugh it off Meanwhile foaming at the mouth Like a rabid dog Like a fake mate And call at the zoo It's looking like the view Is getting disappointed too I'm working on the new shit Trying to produce it It's what I'm willing to go through When I'm making my music